Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Wednesday, Grant and Danny. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. You're locked into the fan. I was over at Kava today, right here in D.C. I enjoy Kava. Yeah. It's a nice way to eat something that's a little bit uh, filling, but also moderately healthy. I try to make it the least healthy possible with some of the things that I add into my Kava bowl. You discovered Kava, right? He invented it. I was the original uh, creator, investor. uh, The man behind it. I would say idea man, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, though, last time I, I told everyone that I was the creator of Kava, someone called in livid because they actually know someone that they claim to also have created Kava. <laughs> the guy that actually did it. Well, someone who says that they did it as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows. It's hard to say. But here's the, the point of the story is I'm sitting there eating Kava. Mm-hmm. Line starts to build. This is normal. A couple of girls walk in, walk in the neighborhood, getting sure. their lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Business attire. Uh, a couple of police officers come in, right? They're wearing what you wear as a police officer. Just normal things are happening. Uh-huh. Guy walks in. Okay. Normal looking guy. Normal outfit. His dog's with him. Dog. I'm a dog guy. Unlike my co-host, Danny Ruye, I am actually a dog guy. Love dogs. You may have uh, heard me talking about uh, the good folks uh, who I have a great relationship with thanks to Fiona's uh, rapport, Dogtopia, where we go over. We have a great time at uh, Doggy Daycare. Dog guy. Big dog guy. This dude walks in, dog on a leash, in Kava, standing in line. Now, he has tightened the leash so the dog's not, like, wandering all over the place. But it's just a leashed dog in line at this food place. That The dog, as I swear to you, I could reach out and pet the dog. I'm sitting in a chair at the table, and it's just kind of, Three or four feet away, gunk in its eyes, just being a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the restaurant. Of course. That seems like it shouldn't happen. Oh, but you're not a dog guy. Blah, blah, blah. Dog guy. Big dog guy. No, you can't be because everyone has to be okay with it no matter what. Doesn't matter the imposition on other folks. Do you like your kids? Sure. You don't want them on an airplane, right? Correct. I would say you're still a kid guy. Of course I am. Dog guy. And that's my point. I'm a dog guy too. Everybody, 100% am. 
But I stand against things you like this. You didn't go to the puppy bowl. Right. Because you thought it wouldn't be fun. And it was just a bunch of puppies with puppy breath. It wasn't. Kissing and licking It was people and talking and trying to, like, can you get this guy who handles puppies on your show for 45 minutes? No. Hey, you want to interview this person? Nothing to do with it. Nothing anything. to do with dogs. It was talking to people. You want to get no their, people. We talked tons to, of people. We talked to NFL analysts. You want to get the life stories of the guy that works at the puppy bowl and like find out his beliefs. I w- I want to not speak to that person and go to bed. So you know what you could do? Go get the free food. Walk yeah. around to this not open talk bar to anybody. event. Don't talk to anyone. I'm sure. And just pet puppies. You didn't want to do that. I didn't want to talk to people. Do you have a dog? Not currently. No. Dog guy. Big dog guy. Well, I mean, you hate dogs in restaurants, so you're anti. This I mean, what you're doing is foolish. But what I'm doing is the stance I've always taken, which is your dog, not you personally, but yes, you included in this, is not special. You have a dog. Congratulations on your dog. There's nothing special about your dog. Stop taking pictures of your dog. dog Stop guy. posting your pictures uh, of, of the dog places. Dog guy. Stop bringing your dog on airplanes. Dog Stop. Guy. Yeah, but you're saying the same thing that I've always said. No, 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 I'm not. I, I'm I saying dog on an airplane, I understand. You got to travel somewhere. You got to take your dog. It's in a little crate. That's well, fine. put it in the crate, sure. I'm talking about walking down the aisle with that well, thing. I, like, I, like it's like it's just we're all supposed to just deal with your dog. I haven't really seen much of that, but if, if that's happening, that seems aggressive. It's totally. There's thing. also the caveat of there are behavioral helper dogs, which is a thing. So like somebody can't see, dog has to help them through service the animal. Very Understand reasonable. That. Yes. There's now a uh, like I don't know if it's a mental health dog or what it does, but it helps people get through problems or and, and things. There's some gray area there, but like yeah. that, I can I can even do that. Maybe that's what was happening. And if that was what was happening here, I apologize. But it, it just seemed like it was lunchtime, and I don't want to tie my dog up. It wasn't a French bulldog. No one's stealing this dog, by the way, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't leave a French bulldog out on the street on Half Street either, okay? It probably would last three minutes before someone jacks it. I mean, that that or a car, okay? One of those two things is probably happening. Something's going to happen there. But this dog just went into Kava with this guy. Yeah, it's outrageous. And stood in line like it was about to get... A cava bowl. Right. We're all, and everyone is just supposed to deal with it. If you say anything, you're the bad guy. Well, that's kind of what amazed me was. I kind of thought someone behind the counter, someone would say, hey, man, no dogs. But no one did. Yep. Because it's just, it just, we've all lost. Everyone's seated too much ground. Everybody wants these things, and they pretend that it's some sort of other uh, very important um, you know, sort of movement forward in society. It's not. It's convenience. Just convenience. Just this person feels like it. So enough people feel like it. They throw enough tantrums and yell at you. And if you're opposed to it, you're a bad person, etc. Everyone expects everyone else to deal with their thing. Keep your thing to yourself. Stop bothering other people. That's my rule of life. Go through life without bothering people. And if you do bother them, apologize for it. Don't throw a tantrum because your dog wasn't allowed in the restaurant that time. Stay. Keep your dog in your apartment. Get your food and come back home. If outside's too much for you, order delivery, and you can play with your dog while you're eating your kava. I'm a big dog guy. You know this about me. Mm-hmm. I was just a little surprised to see that. I was taken aback, if you will. Oh, no. I kind of thought, there's a dog right there looking at me as I'm eating my food, as if I was like outside sitting on the ground and a dog walked it's by. It's so standard now, man. That's my opposition. That's my problem. It's not the, not the dog. The dog's doing nothing wrong. It's the owner. The owner who believes everyone has to deal with their thing. Uh, I've heard a lot of pushback Ron Rivera's getting about not being at the Senior Bowl because he's at a golf outing. So, originally when I heard, the junkies were talking about this, but a lot of people have brought this up. Uh People were upset that he is golfing while they haven't hired an offensive coordinator yet. Mm -hmm. I want to know where you come in on that because I think that's one of the silliest things ever. He should be allowed to golf or do whatever he wants in the offseason. I understand they don't have an offensive coordinator yet. 
They're not exactly hiring the guys that are the hot commodities that you have to get their name on the contract because other teams are trying to hire them. No one's going to interview Pat Shermer but you. I'm pretty confident in that. No one's interviewing Ken Zampezi <laughs> for you. I'm very sure about that. He's also got this interview with Lynn while he's out there that he has done. The enemy was coaching, and it still is, so you could do a Zoom call, but there's still time if he's your, your choice. So for those reasons, among others, I have no problem at all with Ron Rivera golfing. And I am surprised. To me, it, it reminds me of the Barack Obama's golfing. He, aren't you supposed to be the president thing mm-hmm. or, or whatever other president, Trump or anybody else? Like, why are you golfing? Shouldn't you be doing something? There's a lot of hours in every day. You, you got to get away at some point from your office, from your job. It's the off season. Ron Rivera probably is also working on hiring coaches. I, I didn't get that. Where were you at on that? Oh, I'm the person you think is silly. So I, I'll just I'll be the bad guy this segment, I suppose, that delivers the news to people. Sorry you got a job that people care about. Sorry you have a lot of responsibility. If you were just the head coach, then I'd go, okay, take your two weeks. Put your feet up, kick back after another mediocre season, which is all you turn in. Sorry you're in charge of everything else. You have a giant paycheck. You have the bully pulpit. Everybody serves at the pleasure of Ron Rivera. Other coaches recognize the value of going to the Senior Bowl. He doesn't, apparently. No, no, Second so, straight so year. So hang on. So the Senior Bowl, to me, is different. I will like to me the the conversation was not about the senior bowl initially. Right, that's true. The conversation was about him golfing when they haven't hired a coordinator yet. So if I I don't even know if we're able to do this, but I'd love to leave the senior bowl out for a second. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. Do you take issue when I phrase it that way with him golfing without the coordinator vacancy filled? Absolutely. I bet you there's something you could do. Bet you there's something you could some little task you could attend to. Bet you there's some area of improvement. But what we have is someone that's complacent. We have someone that's content and wants to tell you that at one point they were the sixth seed during the course of the season. Something he actually said out loud to people. So you think him golfing yes. this week and him saying, don't put pressure on us to make the playoffs. We made good progress even though the record was basically the same. Mm-hmm. You think those two things are tied? I think that's who we're dealing with. I think it's this guy. It's the same guy that when the DEA came, he was getting his car washed on a Friday. I, I need you there. I'm sorry this job's hard. Don't take it. If this is too much for you, do something else. You, you'll be welcome in the media. That you'll you would He would be awesome doing a lot of other things if that's what he wanted. You want this, something that the public cares about? People are invested in what you're doing. Nobody's invested in uh, uh, you know, Danny's widgets, right? If I run Danny's widgets and I, I screw off for a month and the, and the shop's closed, Nobody cares. How's Danny's widgets going, by the way? Very poor. You guys off the ground yet? No, we're failing because the the owner is a horse's ass that doesn't give a damn and can be found golfing when there's business to attend to. Mm. Do your job. Get in there and fix it. Go to your office. Be there first. Leave last. Stay. Put a cot up. Stop half-assing it. Get back to work immediately. Immediately. I don't care. I heard JPB Mitchell like, oh, so let's put it to put it to rest. He was golfing. He was actually getting work done. Lucky as hell that Anthony Lynn's an hour drive away. I need you at the Senior Bowl. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say Senior Bowl. That's verboten. I need you there. I need you talking to everybody. I need you grinding on tape. He, this is the same guy that bragged that they watched, they read two pieces of paper of Carson Wentz's analytics for almost an hour in Indianapolis before they made the decision. Wow, thorough research. That's how we get the stuff solved. Is you look, I'm the you, one. Yeah, you looked at video for 10 minutes. You printed out the papers. You you hit send to the printer. <laughs> Work harder! Improve this! They suck! Your charges suck again! The hamster wheel of crap and mediocrity! How, how'd you shoot them today, Big R? Did you slice any? 
Did you go? Did you happen uh, when you slice one into the woods? See any other analytic papers about a washed-up piece of crap quarterback that sucks? That you're the last one to find out about? That a fat idiot on the radio could have told you if you'd asked me for five seconds? I don't care what the piece of paper said. He sucked. Everybody knew it except you and Eric Bickle. Go to work. Go to work. Go to work. Stay at work. Go to work and stay there until you're better than eight wins, loser. Hurry up and get back to the office. Take a red eye tonight. Work on the plane. I'm sorry we give a damn about it. I'm sorry it's hard. If you don't want the commas in the paycheck, do something like I'm doing over here. Just sweating it out, hoping for another read so that I can so that I can send my kid to a summer camp. If it's too much for you, I understand that. It's a tough gig, brother. Stop golfing. Get your ass to the office. Stop it right now. Put Drop the club. Someone will pick it up for you. Drop the club and take a plane back home. Use one of Dan's two jets to get your ass back to that office. Never golf until you win 10 games. The jets are in London right now. Yeah, they're, they're far away away. Just like my driver, really. Yeah, I really crushed out on the seventh. Go to work and stay there until you bring me something good. Or quit. Work hard or quit. Very simple choice to me. You don't get to do this. So I'm the silly goose. Don't you agree, though, that he could be working hard right now and also occasionally play golf in the offseason? He he could have been working 20 hours a week last week, putting his plan together. 20 whole hours a week? Uh, sorry. T- <laughs> 20? That feels about right, actually. <laughs> Lloyd and Harry. Not unless you want to work 40 hours a week. 20 hours a day, I, yeah. I meant to okay. say. Yeah, yeah. But he, he could have been. Look, he might know already who his OC is. Wouldn't that make you feel a little silly if he already knows he and Eric Bieniemy have a handshake deal? Hey, when you guys are out, we'll interview you. It'll be official. Or maybe he's already told Ken Zampezi. Maybe. Hey, you're the guy, but this is a big dog and pony show, okay? I, I got to interview Anthony Lynn out at the golf course, and and then I'm going to sit down with Bieniemy. But just so you know, you, you've always been my guy. That's why I brought you here. I couldn't wait to get rid of Scott so we could have had you over here, okay? He could have already had everything lined up. He could have. We just don't know it yet. No, you're right. There is. There's something he could be doing is my contention. On this knob that I'm spinning, okay? Uh One to ten on this knob. A one is never question anything he does. I'm not quite there, all right? Mm -hmm. Never question if he's working hard. But there is a ten, which is the crazy person, which you're sounding a little bit like right now. Ten, Miss Davis. The, ten. The ten is the person who every second that a player isn't watching film, isn't studying, people are angry. You you see this with quarterbacks oh, where you, you totally do. Taylor Heineke lost yesterday, and he's at the Capitals game drinking a beer. Like that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That is nonsensical. That one is. These are human beings, and I am talking to the guy. In yeah. fairness who directed the movie, players should never go out after 10 p.m. Players shouldn't go to clubs. They shouldn't go to clubs, but they mm-hmm. also shouldn't be out after 10 p.m., I believe, is one of your... Is that? Did I say that? I think you've spun that hit before. Well, I think I think I do believe that I would... They should be home before 10. No one should go to clubs. That's that's a general life, uh, life rule yeah. for anybody, but especially athletes. But beyond that, I understand your point here. There's a difference between but a you player... you keep referencing the Friday, the Friday thing when he was at the car wash, yeah. when the DEA came at 5 p.m. or whatever. Fridays in the NFL, the day ends earlier than any other day during the week. The the week is done. Coaches go get their hair cut or they do whatever they need to do because mm-hmm. they're traveling on Saturday. They're home. They get to have dinner with their family. They might take their kids to get ice cream. Like Friday is the, the slowest day on the calendar for them. Monday's post-Sunday stuff, watching film, 
meetings out the wazoo. Tuesday's game planning. Wednesday's the longest day for players. Thursday's a very long day for players. Coaches aren't leaving the building until really, really late. If we found out that on a Wednesday or Thursday, DEA came at 5 and he was washing his car, it would have been one of the bigger stories for anyone who knows anything about the football calendar ever. But Friday at 5 o'clock, not crazy. You see what I'm saying? So Yeah, the, the I, I've heard you, car wash, you've given like that explanation normal. many times. Uh, is the team good? No. Uh, then outwork somebody. Then be there at 5. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care that your truck's clean or not. Did, they, did you just spray the tires? Did you get some armor roll? You got an intern for that. Stay and make it good. Hurry up and make it good. I've been waiting my whole life. Ryan has never seen it. 22 years and counting. Has never seen joy. Bring me that. So then get your car can washed. Can he stop for lunch or no? No, absolutely. You get it delivered. It's all, it all <laughs> comes it, in there. Does he have? How long does he have? Does he have to eat real fast? Yeah, he should. Until he should be watching win, tape while he does uh, it. Unless, until they win 11 games, is he able to go out to the Reston Town Center for, for a meal? Or does he have to just have it delivered? Off-season, you can go out. Okay, but at 7 and 10, no, no one Latin yeah, on a Monday. Make it good. Now, here's what I hear the, the difference between a player, someone who's got the physical demands, who's taking hits and taking punishment and you know dealing with everything from knees to concussions and everything in between. You need a physical and mental break. That's the thing. When you are in charge of everything, again, this is not just a coach. It's not just a coach. Everybody serves at the pleasure of the chairman of the board. That's the difference to me. He's every title that you can possibly have. Everything else is nominal. The, the, the wills of the Martys will not be done unless Ron gives a blessing. I guess this time from Pebble Beach if he texts okay when somebody wants to do something. Somebody wants to clap, they got to get Ron's approval for that. If That's the difference to me. I wouldn't say this about Jay Gruden when he was the head coach. I wish Jay took it a little bit more seriously at times. But there's a difference between being in charge of everything and being a player on a night off. Players should get nights off. They're they're going through the physical grind. When Ron Rivera was a player for the Chicago Bears, if you went to a Blackhawks game on a Tuesday night, God bless you. Enjoy that. You're going through hell each and every week, putting yourself through a car wreck all the time. This dude is in charge of everything this organization does at all times. Go to work. Go to work until it's good, until it's solved. I guarantee you that the team president or CEO or chairman of the whatever, I don't even know all the damn titles he has. It's all made up. He's in charge of all of it. Bet you there's something he could have been doing. I bet you there's some, there's there's tape he could have watched. There's uh, designs he could have gone over for plays or personnel or otherwise. There's different plans. There's different scenarios. I don't know all the different inner workings of a coach or GM or team president or whatever the hell he is. I do know that it wasn't happening on the course at Pebble Beach. Go to work until the team is great. Then take a break. Fix it. Then you can rest and relax and, and, play, and play 18. Now to the senior bowl part of this. Yeah. Okay. The Senior Bowl thing, I will say, raises my ire a little bit because there are a handful of events over the course of the offseason that I deem to be significant from a draft prep standpoint. And I just think the more time you put in, energy you invest, the more you're around these players, the better. Mm -hmm. The Senior Bowl, I would say other than the Combine, is probably right at the top of the list from a pre-draft standpoint in terms of, what you can get out of the process. The year that this coaching staff was at the Senior Bowl, they saw a fullback named Alfred Smith on the other, uh, Alfred Morris Morse. on the other team, and they said, we think that guy would be perfect in our scheme. They didn't tell anyone. They just talked to him a bunch that week, and they drafted him in the sixth round, and he ended up being a 1,600-yard rookie. I saw a video yesterday of Mike Tomlins basically bringing a, a camping chair, like what you would take to, on your uh, to see a youth soccer game that your son's playing in, and just setting it up in the end zone. Oh, yeah. Looking at the offensive lineman, 
four feet away. Like, if, if they spit when they talk, it would have landed on Mike Tomlin. He couldn't have been closer. Bring me that. that that's a juxtaposition that's hard for me. Defensive-minded head coach, pretty influential and important in the building, and Mike Tomlin doesn't run everything. Doesn't run their draft, isn't their GM, isn't their VP football ops. But he's right there in the end zone watching all those linemen. Picking one pick after Washington, also desperate for offensive line help. That part, I, I think, is bad optics. I will agree. One's on the golf course, the other's there. Now, Rivera would say, I got Marty Herney. I got Martin Mayhew. Do you? I got a staff that does this. I would push back on the qualifications or the, the resumes of the guys that you brought in. Are they the best in the world at what they do? Probably not. But as long as your name's on this thing, I understand that he opens himself up to criticism. I think that people, and you're apparently one of these people. I am. That are so extreme to say, if you're golfing and we don't have a coordinator yet, because I'm a fan of this team, I can't have that. I think that's a little bit crazy. I'm not talking about golfing arrest the national right down the street. From from Ashburn when there's no interview scheduled or, or it's a day off because your it staff like is somewhere else. Like you wouldn't like that either. I, I wouldn't be as thrilled, but I, he's he's at some pro am at Pebble Beach, farting around. To, you know what I mean? Just living the high life. Like there's nothing to do. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. Is my is the point I keep making when when he's in charge of everything? How much of it can you do right now? I don't know. The Senior Bowl started. You got to be there, as far as I'm concerned. Or if you're not, whatever, I'd love it if you weren't at the Pro-Am, to your point. But like, he can't touch a button right now and win 10 games. No. He can't sign free agents. Here's what he can do. He can't make trades. Here's what he can do. All he could do is hire an OC. At the end of the day, can he look in the mirror after he brushes those little teeth, those little pearly whites, maybe use a little Sensodyne because he's got some uh, he's got some gum sensitivity issues, washes his mouth out. Can he look in the mirror and go, I made Washington a better football team today. Can he do that from Pebble Beach? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know that I don't know that you could reasonably do that unless you were delusional. That's my point. Do you want to play a game called "Is Danny a crazy person or is he onto something"? Is that I, I welcome whatever. I don't. I I am willing to be the voice of insanity on this. So, one. I'm so totally I, fine. I just want to know. I think I could be in the minority because my point is this is silly. This is again. I, I want to make sure we draw the distinction. When someone yells at Taylor Heineke for being at a Caps game on their off day, that's that's completely different to me. Now, if Taylor Heineke was in charge of every element of the organization. I would hold him to the same standard. He's Ron is in charge of everything. I keep saying the same thing. I feel like I'm the one that's taking crazy pills. I also lost my voice here doing this. I yelled. I'm very upset. I think it's really similar. I think it's it's very comparable. The Heineke at the hockey game and Rivera playing golf. So that's one disconnect, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's where we see differently on the whole thing is because I'm kind of going, I'm not going to get mad at a player who's out and about doing something on a Tuesday during the season or at in the offseason or what have you. But your point is, as long as you run everything about this organization, you better be working 24-7. So when Ron is chirping at at players, telling them, lecturing them, did you do everything you could? Did you finish all your lifting? Did you work as hard as you possibly could today? They can look right back and go, did you? They've got a case. You know what I mean? Like, if you're asking excellence of people, then you better be excellent yourself. If you're demanding that everybody gives you everything they have, then you better do the same thing. Playing golf at Pebble Beach ain't that. Are you Team Grant or Team Danny on this? 800-636-1067. I guess to sum it up as succinctly as I can, I think there's enough time to do it all in the offseason. He's going to hire an OC. They're interviewing people, including Anthony Lynn today. They may, for all we know, already have decided it was Ken Zampezi a week ago, and they're just 
doing their due diligence at this point. Very possible. Danny thinks, it sounds like, until they're good again, Ron Rivera better be in that office. Work harder. Grinding. 800-636-1067 is the number on G&D. So I've been hearing and seeing a lot of the discussion about Ron Rivera not being in the office trying to hire a coordinator and being on the golf course. He's at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, whatever that tournament is that Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of celebrities go do this time every year. And I, I thought it was silly. I thought it was foolish. And I thought I would bring it up and Danny would say, yeah, no, totally. It's so over the top. It's not quite how it went. Danny, an epic rant later. Uh, is on record. He does not like that Ron Rivera is golfing and participating in said pro-am before he hires a coordinator. Now, again, I am on record. I do think he should be at the Senior Bowl. A lot of coaches go, not all of them. I went to that event when I was on the beat for four straight years. It is invaluable, in my opinion. And I just think the more you do, the more prep, the more time, the more energy, the better this inexact science becomes, the better the chance that you hit a home run with these draft picks. You better have a really good reason not to go. Last year, remember, he didn't go to the Senior Bowl. He had a birthday party, I think, uh, back home with his family. It might have been for his mother, who's mm-hmm. since passed. And it would appear that that was probably a great thing for him to do in the, the final months of his mom's life, right? To go spend that family time. Makes sense. This maybe doesn't rise to that level. But I think in general, it just annoys me when I see fans, media, people upset at players who are doing anything other than studying. Mm -hmm. Guys out at dinner on a Wednesday night, how dare him not be watching the film? I think that's outrageous. This isn't quite on that level, but the idea that Ron Rivera isn't supposed to in the offseason, on February 1st, one of the down times of the calendar, pre-Senior Bowl, which started this week, be able to go pick up golf clubs or do something to get his mind off everything, as he's interviewing coach after coach after coach for the OC job, and specifically in this case, interviewing a bunch of coordinators that, I got to be honest with you, and I'm not happy about this, nobody else wants. (laughs) (laughs) With all due respect, like it would be a bigger deal if he was interviewing the same dudes that are getting the jobs out in L.A. and whatever else. He's not. He's interviewing guys that if they don't get this job, they're not going to be offensive coordinators next year. And that's part of why I think he could take his time a little bit. Now, if they really want the enemy, you better act quickly. The enemy's still coaching. He's still doing something. If they really like Anthony Lynn, he wasn't available to interview until today. Also, a lot of these now happen on Zoom. You can do video calls from just outside your the golf course at your hotel. But uh, you see it differently. Yeah, this is pretty simple to me. How could you be that comfortable? How could you be so complacent? You got a first-round draft pick this year. Have you watched all the tape that you could possibly watch? Have you self-scouted? Have you gone through the draft's every... not tomorrow, in fairness. No, I mean, it's There's not. a lot of time to No, do it's that. not. Are you outworking every other coach? Are you outworking everybody that's been better than you, that's that's had your number, as you've gone seven wins and then you really escalated eight wins and told everybody you were in sixth place at one point during the season? We're supposed to be, be content with that because there was some development? We're in the same predicament we were before. There's no long-term answer to quarterback despite multiple efforts on your part. Did you do everything you possibly could today to make the football team better? Until that the answer is yes, you want to go hit nine. You want to go to a, a, a Rudy's in Alexandria and whack a few golf balls to relax. Godspeed. That's very different than 
flying out to Pebble Beach and hobnobbing and high-fiving with a bunch of celebrities to keep your name out there. It's very different to me. There are things that you could be doing to help our experience, the people that are bought in and invested in this thing. I can't have me, pudgy idiot, be more invested than you, a tour stop on your career. Last hour, we were talking about which coaches in the league we would trade draft picks for. Your number one coach that you would trade picks for, a la the Broncos and the Saints and Sean Payton yesterday, was Mike Vrabel. Mm -hmm. Mike Vrabel is at the Senior Bowl right now. Mike Tomlin, who was my number two to Andy Reid. He can't be at the Senior Bowl because he's getting ready to coach in the Super Bowl, which is a better bowl. But Mike Tomlin was legitimately sitting three feet from the offensive lineman watching him him go through drills. It does irk me that he's not there when you're the GM, the VP, and the head coach. That one gets me. But the golfing while you haven't hired a coordinator thing, I can't do. So we've asked you, are you Team Danny or Team Grant on this? Let's go to the phones. Bobby's in Woodbridge on G&D. What's up, Bobby? Hey, fellas. How you doing? What's up, bud? Hey, 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 Danny, calm down, man. You're about to lose it. But I agree with you. I did. I lost it. let's Let's look at it this way. You're a school teacher. You get nine months, I mean, you nine, work nine months, you got three months off. You can do what you want to do. The principal, he works 12 months out the year. So if you're the principal, you got to hire new teachers, you got to bring in new staff. But if you're just a teacher, you get your three months. Ron, if Ron wants to be the head coach, you take your time off, you send your DMs. But you want to be everything, that's the cost of being everything. So I agree with you 100%. Thanks I, for taking my call. I think, Thanks, let me, hold on real quick. Don't hang up. I think that yep. that is good. I like that. That's analogous, what have you. Are you saying then that Rivera can never golf? Are you no, sa- as, lo- as, as long as he carries all the titles, he should not golf. He should work. <laughs> you, <okay. laughs> so th- th- that's my point. I, I do think that's extreme to say you may have been being hyperbolic. This was mid-rant when there was a vein coming out of the middle of your head and you were losing your, your voice. Yeah. But you said something to the effect of never go to lunch. Get it delivered to your office. Sit at your desk and watch film. Like, I, I just think there's a happy medium here where I need people to meet me in the middle. Sure, I was joking around about that, the, about the lunch part. <laughs> right. Not the being at Pebble Beach when there's NFL football Understood. business to do. But I'm saying that we can't say, oh, he should never golf. He should never go to the movies. Like, that's not reality. Dan, Fairfax, what's up? Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? Hey, pal. Uh, I don't feel like it was such a big deal, but, and man, Danny, you were going hard in the paint. This I is felt true. like you were... Uh, like, I, I should do my LeBar impression saying, get him, Danny, get him. <laughs> but uh, I can just hear Ron Rivera, if he called into your show, he'd say, guys, 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 there was an opportunity for me to play some golf, and I took advantage of it. And, uh, Danny, also, I loved your Trump impression the other day. I was laughing so hard. And uh, shout out to my buddy Tom who's listening right now. Thanks, guys. We're doing Covered a lot of stuff. I'll take it. Thanks, Dan. We're, we're, we're saying hello to friends on Grant and Danny. Who knew? Seymour in Manassas. What's going on? Hey, fellas. Hey, fellas. Love your show, man. Thank you, buddy. Bringing the energy. Uh, I got to go. I got to go with Grant here, Danny. Uh, I love you, man, but I got to go with him. That's allowed. Ron, Ron, Ron needs to refuel. Yes, he's got a lot of stuff, a lot on his plate, but I figure getting out there, getting around some people and talking, we, we don't know what he's doing. Who knew about this uh, interview that he already had? And who, else, who knows what else might be up his sleeve that he may be doing that we're going to be talking about in a few weeks from now that, you know, hey, he was working, but we didn't know. So what, what do you think about that? Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure I followed the question exactly. Now, is it that, you know, he'd be – he'll. I guess is it that if you take one day off, you'll be better for the next seven days or, or something to that effect? Or what, is it, what does it mean exactly? I just think in general, like CK has told me before. He'll come to me like, you taking a week off. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to this summer. 
He's like, take time off. Like, recharge the batteries. You'll be better for it. I'm a guy that doesn't really like to take time off. I got a tweet here from Panama Jack who says, I agree with you. Millennials just don't see work the same way we do as Gen Xers. No disrespect to, to you, Grant. All so I, no, Grant is, yeah. I, I can't relate to people that don't like to work. I will probably not retire. Like, I, I honestly would guess that I'll die at a radio station or, like, <laughs> you know, and it could <laughs> be tomorrow. Um, you know, but, like, no, I know what you I, mean. I'm a guy that likes I, to work. I, I get uh, self-worth out of it. Like, I can't relate to Ron Rivera. Well, I, I'm trying. I will always be there before everyone else. To this and I'll point. leave after everyone else. That's how I do it. To this point, CK has been encouraging all of us to to take advantage for years. I'm I'm. It's not easy for me either. I'm better at it than you. Do be, I mean, it's, and I'm not trying to compare your your work ethic's unbelievable. I've started to kind of be like, oh, it's okay if I miss a couple days. It's okay if I take that week, but, right? So I'm starting to learn how to do that. The difference is, I'm not in charge of everything. Like, you know what I mean? I don't I, know how I to say it better than but, that. But CK is the program director. Yes. He's a, he should take vacation. Yes. Ivy runs our entire cluster. She should be allowed to take a vacation. David Field runs all of Odyssey. Totally. He should be allowed to take a vacation. Yes. Uh, if the question is as simple as, during the Senior Bowl, should he be at the Pro-Am? My answer is no. If you're not at the Senior Bowl because you have something major going on in your family, your daughter's graduating, you got a wedding, you're sick, someone in your family's sick. Totally understand that. Golfing at an event where you're walking around hobnobbing being a celebrity, not a good excuse for me. But this didn't start as a senior bowl conversation necessarily. It started as, how dare you golf when you haven't hired a coordinator, which I thought was outrageous and ludicrous. The, the idea, though, that he's not at the senior bowl, so should he be able to go golf? And I think that is a different dialogue because there are four or five or six, something like that, major endeavors of the offseason on the calendar where teams go and do business. This is one of them. It's one of them. It's one of the few weekends, slash weeks, I guess in this case, where you got to go do work. And work is sitting there watching football, taking notes, and going out and drinking and hanging out with buddies who used to play with you. So I'll say this real quick. You know the football calendar better than I do. I guarantee you there's a long weekend or some time in the near future where it's probably fine to play golf for a couple of days. I just feel like when... There's plenty of stuff that you can be doing, and this current season hasn't even really ended yet. I just I feel like there's something that he could be doing that would be more helpful than him hobnobbing with snot, with uh, with other stars. Top of the hour, Nick Dowd of the Caps, your Beltway Blitz. We're giving away tickets to see Nickelback at 5 o'clock on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. We'll sneak in a double play at the end of the segment. Grant and Danny welcoming you back on 106.7 The Fan. We've been discussing Ron Rivera, who's not at the Senior Bowl. He's taking part in the Pro-Am out at Pebble Beach with Aaron Rodgers and some other NFL dignitaries. Danny uh, didn't like that he was doing that before hiring an OC. I thought that was a little over the top, but I can get behind people that are bothered that he's not at the Senior Bowl because this is an important date. On the calendar, we're seeing where you guys weigh in. James is in Tyson's on the fan. Hey, James. Hey, how's it going? Love, so, love, uh, love hearing you guys every every day. And while I super appreciate uh, Danny's enthusiasm and, and emotion, <laughs> kind of way to I'm, put it. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm Team Grant on this one, but that's mostly because as soon as the season was over, I just expected next year's not going to matter. Ron's not going to be here. We're going to have a new owner, so he. He, he doesn't feel the pressure. If this was like year two of Ron, 
I'd probably be on Danny's side, but it's going to be year four of Ron, and my expectations are about the bottom of the barrel. Well, shouldn't that be the ultimate case? Like, yeah, he, I don't get that logic. You know, like to your point, to the caller's point, he's like, yeah, th- this guy's done for anyway. That's my view too. All the more reason to to get back in that office, man. He's coaching for his job, right? He's fighting for his life. At the end of the at the end of the day, it's it's a simple phrase that I keep coming back to. How could you be so comfortable? despite your lack of achievement. Carlos, Alexandria, how are you? Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call, guys. I hope one thing that comes from this is that there's a, uh, from from this day on, there's a defibrillator outside the studio. Um, (laughs) I will say I was legit worried for Danny for about 10 seconds. I got red. You guys don't have to see him, but his face, I mean, he was, you looked like a crazy person for about 30 seconds. There was spit all over the place. There were veins. It was very scary. So I want to I want to posit something here that I think this struck a really deep, much deeper vein than what we've been talking about. And, and hear me out on this, um, Grant. You just used the term "fighting for his life," and this man is a cancer survivor. And I'm wondering if this is not a tell on how he views his job, in, in lieu of that, from this perspective, you know, if you know of anybody who survived that, they view life differently. Maybe maybe going out and and, and playing a round of golf isn't the end of the world in any circumspect. Um, but, um, you know, he came here not to win a Super Bowl. He wasn't when, – when, when he was hired here, there was no talk about him winning a Super Bowl here. It was about him riding a sinking ship. And I think in his mind he's probably felt that. He's getting to the age of, of retirement. And my last question to Danny would be, what have you seen in the last few years that would make any difference if it's a Ron Rivera 20 hours a day or 20 hours a week? Well. <laughs> Again, but these are these are all arguments to me that I hear from my case. Like, in other words, it hasn't been great. How, how could you be so comfortable? Like, if if every day people were irate about you and I's performance or my performance, and I just was like, yeah, I'll, you know, whatever. I'll I'll come in a minute before the show starts, and I'll see you guys when I see you, and and that's that. Yeah, I'm not going to watch all the games. I'll you know, I may not read everything. I'll just do you know, we'll just kind of work through it. It'll be fine because I've got a different out- attitude and outlook. I'm not trying to be flippant about, uh, it, you know, him him surviving cancer. I don't mean that in, in that sense at all. What I am saying is, if you don't want to do the grind, that's okay, man. That's okay. There's go thirty-two of these. Go play golf then. This is this is such a huge deal to millions of people. Yeah, there, there's thirty-two of these jobs. So what I would say to Carlos is that if his surviving cancer, which was a very cool, amazing thing, that I think was a great benefit to the community here because a lot of people got motivation and it probably helped a lot of people who were fighting similar things. If that has changed his outlook to the point where he doesn't view his job as his life anymore, he does, you know, he, I am not a coach, a coach is what I do kind of thing, then that means he's probably gotten worse at his job, frankly. You know, that means he doesn't work as hard at his job. I don't think that's the case for the record, but my, to answer your hypothetical... I would say then that's a problem, frankly. If his he's had this epiphany and he views things differently, he was a 500-ish coach when he came here, and if he's now going to <laughs> prioritize other things more than that while he's the VP and the GM and the head coach, then we're probably in big trouble. But when I said he's fighting for his life, what I obviously meant was his career. He's sure. fighting for his head coaching his life. His coaching life. This might be his final shot as a head coach. He's a... All time got a, a 520 winning percentage. That's basically equivalent of Kevin Stefanski and Arthur Smith and 
Yeah, Todd Bowles and, and Doug Peterson, those types of guys. Let's go to Fernandez and Laurel. What's up, Fernandez? Mr. Danny Duray, <laughs> that passionate sermon you gave just now, that's it, my friend. That's it. When you have a losing record like we do, you can't afford to do just enough. And I think the reason why other teams leapfrogged us in one year, because they go above and beyond. When you lose and you have to go above and beyond. And I would dare to say, if Mr. Rivera had the passion that you just showed, we'd be a winning team. And to your point, Grant, you, you know still the reason need a quarterback, why I think he's though, interviewing people that no one else want to interview? Because he's doing it at his convenience. He's doing it at his convenience. Well, that's, that's true. Thanks, buddy. It, it is a nice benefit, I would say, the interviewing candidates that other teams don't want, is that you get to take your time, you get to... You get to do a couple interviews today. We'll do a few more tomorrow. Uh, maybe we'll do one next week. Not in a rush here, it doesn't seem like. Because Anthony Lynn isn't interviewing for six OC jobs. Jerome's in Waldorf. Hey, Jerome. Hey, how you doing, fellas? What's up, buddy? Doing good. Man, real quick. So I definitely agree that um, he should be definitely at the senior bowl for sure. Like like you said, Mike Tomlin's there. You know, he's in spit distance away from other, from the other, from alignment, which we need as well. Um Another very good I want to throw out there is two different things I want to throw out there. Maybe he's there trying to recruit uh, Aaron Rodgers if, if Aaron Rodgers is there. Or maybe he's, um, he's already know he's out the door and he's just like, forget it. I'm, I, I'm already done. Like, he might know some things we don't know. Maybe management already told him. Look, Again, though, added- that's a huge problem, Jerome. Sorry to cut you Thanks, off. We're up against it. But if he knows he's out, then he should just be out. Because if, if it changes your actions, that's a real issue. Indeed. You should uh, have one foot out the door. What if? Rodgers comes to D.C., and in his first press conference, he says, yeah, you know, Ron and I met out at the uh, Pebble Beach, and he was really working me at that time, and I decided they were a perfect fit. I'll eat my words. I'll apologize to anyone and everyone, because Ron was out there grinding after all, (laughs) instead of just hitting golf balls. He was doing the Lord's work. Yeah. And I agree. Passion is good. With all due respect to you, Danny. If Ron was as passionate as you, it wouldn't help win any games. Would make a difference. Have a quarterback. He could be passionately wrong about Carson Wentz too. If, if Wentz and Heineke are your guys, you're probably still not winning. Squeeze in a quick double play. The Last of Us keeps on chugging, my friend. Episode three is in the books. The live viewership has climbed each and every week. Almost five million week one, five point seven week two, six point four million week three. Overall numbers. Uh, jump into the mid-20s when you start adding in folks like you that watched it you know, 24 hours later, all the HBO Max and the different uh, mobile devices. 20 million total or 20 million per episode? Per episode. Wow. Per episode. Uh, it's a juggernaut. It's awesome. It's not to it to get started if you haven't. The Last of Us, I'm telling you, you guys are in for a ride. No spoilers here. There's enough departure for folks that played the game, watching the adaptation. None of that stuff in episode three was in the game. I was as surprised as everybody else. Beautiful, excellent, outstanding it's the whole point of television right now. The Last of Us kicks all kinds of ass on HBO. Watch it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It has been good. First episode wasn't my favorite. Was, it was a really good episode. You're mad. I wasn't ready for something that happened that made me really angry, but I gave it a shot, and it's good TV. There's no doubt about that. Beltway Blitz next. Nick Dowd of the Caps will join us on GND. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 